From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey y'all, uh, it's Cat Daddy. I don't know how the fuck I got confused, but we're fucking here. It's me, and it's my friend, the 40-ounce connoisseur, Jazz. Hey, hey, hey. And we are Girl That's Scary, and we're back, and we're here giving y'all a caprise. Woo! A caprise. Oh, that was a sad horn, but anyway. Well, well, hey, look. <laughs> you guys are lucky you got a horn in 2020, all right? Because it's a lot. Ooh. We are still with you. We are still here. No, we don't have a soundboard yet. Uh, no. I'm still working on it. I think this our, our our personal soundboards are hilarious, so I'm just gonna keep this. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Yay! Okay, anyway, so it's actually caprise. It's sad season. Um, we're fucking here. It's the best time of the year. Um, that's all I have to say about that. And it is actually my human birthday week, and I've decided, just like Jazz, decided to bless us with the Child's Play series on her birthday week, I've decided that this fucking week we're going to talk about A Nightmare on Elm Street. So this is part one of two parts of the episode. In this episode, we're doing um, movies one through four. Um, we're just going to chop it up about that a little bit. And yeah. Yes. I'm excited! Yes. So Ooh, okay. Clearly, okay. it's going to be a two-part okay. episode. So we're going to cover part one through four here. And then the rest of them on the next part. Um, 
and it's going to be wonderful because <laughs> one of my favorite installments is in that second part. Uh, I'm so can't, excited. Can't wait. It's going to be a good time. Uh, pour yourself up unless you're straight edged and just get some water and, you know, be with us in spirit. Uh, turn up on life. <laughs> Drink some milk. No. Or if not milk, all milk. That boy needs or some milk. oat milk. Pour you some milk. Oh my god. Um, but yes, we are here. It's Kathleen's birthday. Yes, if we're here, then that means the whole Take a month shot. is her. Yes. Take a shot. At this point, you should have taken two shots of whatever you're drinking. If it's uh, almond milk, take two shots of almond milk right now. One, two. One, two. Okay. That was two. You saw that? Back to back. They. I hope they had both of them poured up next to each other because shit. They should be tallying it up. <laughs> Some people are like, I'm trying. You know, it's fine. It's fine. You're going to catch up with this. So anyways, um, before we start, I'm going to have my <coughs> inner monologue, outer monologue, weirdo moment um, where I talk about how how much I fucking love the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Like, girl, that's the sentence. Um, I There's still a VHS at my mama house right now. That I decided because UPN was having a marathon one of them days. I think I was home from school or some crazy. This might be the weekend. Can't really remember. And I posted up by that, uh, the TV because at this point we still had like a floor model TV in the back room. It didn't, the kitchen didn't look the way it looks now. It, yeah. So, um, I posted up and I made sure I recorded all them episodes so I can come back and watch that tape just like I got a tape for Double Platinum. Those who seen Double Platinum, holla at me. You already know. Um, but I want to make sure I have my VHSs on deck. So I did not have the Nightmare on Elm Street, like, tapes or stuff like that. Like, some people have, like, oh, you know, they they rented it or whatever, whatever. Like, my mom let me watch some wild-ass shit. Shout out to her. And she was always watching, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. My dad, too. Like, my dad was like, yeah, Freddy, da 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 Like, we'll have, like, debates... Our family is really interesting. Like, <laughs> y'all don't know, but I'm going to share a tidbit. So, like, we have, like, things, like, we try to get to the door. And if somebody takes too long at the door, um, and one way where people are kind of getting, like, away, people are getting, you could tell people are getting impatient. But somebody goes, well, damn, if the zombies coming, they would have came and ate us back. So, you got to hurry up and get through the door. <laughs> but, like, really, we're always thinking no, but really? the zombies will come. Like, you could really, you they should probably get whatever step it up. family member is You should probably in the be, move, continue to be moving the way you're moving. So, um, so that's a little tidbit on the, the cat family. Um, but, yeah, so, Jazz, how I, I know that A Nightmare on Elm Street is not like your super fave, but how, how do you, let's hear it. I'm okay. here. So, I be. It's definitely, a, it's not like a, my favorite, but it's a favorite. It's, a, it's great because it's a fucking good series. Mm -hmm. And Freddie used to fuck up my dreams, bro. So, listen. And because they're in the dreams and that's what he does, they made it real. It, too, it was too real. Did not like it. Luckily, I didn't get, um, get died. That never happened okay. to me. Um, but the concept, I just always thought the concept of a dream demon. Because you cannot, you have to go to sleep. You have to. Right. You can't avoid that at all. Like some some monsters, you can avoid the nighttime. You can avoid this. You can avoid that. You can put yourself in a silver room and then the motherfucking, uh, you know, werewolves can't come beat your ass. There's a lot of things you could like, some kind of precaution. Mm -hmm. With this, there is nothing. You will fall asleep eventually. You will have to. Or you will die. And yep. I mean... 
he gonna win every time. Yeah, he so, gonna win, and then he gonna change the shit to his world, and then his <laughs> rules be fucking changing. So sometimes you gotta believe in him. Sometimes he's possessing niggas. Sometimes you gotta, you know, get all the dream powers and be his ass. Like what? I, and so I'm like, so I don't really know if I, I'm just gonna Allegiant. die in this. Yeah, I, if Freddie was coming to beat my ass, I would die. Jay said I might survive. Okay, but Freddie, Maybe. absolutely not. Um, also, I feel like. I, while I like him, uh, he. This is wild for me to say this. Well, like he, he talks, he be talking like a lot, and I'm like sometimes he be saying Who, stuff. Freddie? Yeah, sometimes he be saying because you know he's See? cringy. And um, yeah, well, Robert is something you know. We already know how I feel about you know. Did Robert England like read these words off a piece of paper, yeah. or did he just you know go impromptu? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, where did this come from? Because in some of these movies, because and in, girl. Yeah, he says some things that I'm like, okay. Some lot of problematic shit sprinkled throughout these films, yeah. okay? Now, now, all these films are kind of problematic. But Absolutely. like Jason and, you know, Michael Myers don't fucking say anything. So, there's that. And then Chucky, Chucky's problematic, but in huh. different ways. Um, he's not, uh, he still says some problematic mm-hmm. stuff. But, I don't know, it's a little, it's a smidge less cringy. Well, I mean, so let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's start from the top, like... Freddy Krueger, like he's a guy who's like what a janitor at a school who's a child who's molester. a child molester, yep, aka child murderer. Mm-hmm. So he a wild ass nigga. Like unfortunately, my favorite slasher is the shittiest of the shit balls. Ugh, gross. But he's pretty fucking. But awesome. goddamn, like no, that's so gross. But still, yeah. just he's mm. a bad. He's a really bad fucking. But the person. idea of the. All of that aside, because we're going to chop that off, because I can just really... I, I'm about to throw up thinking about it, honestly, uh, truth. Uh, but knowing that he is a dream demon, that you... Ha- you Like you said, you have to go to sleep. Like, even if you don't go to sleep, you know, you start micro-napping. Mm-hmm. You know, Freddie done found this way to come beat your ass when you think you awake. You driving it in this motherfucker, like, chopping at your ass and stuff. And you trying to figure out, well, wait a minute, girl, I'm awake, but actually you're asleep. Like, then they start, you know, die, like, diving deep or they, you know, I haven't really had a chance to, like, research, like, how accurate the shit they were saying mm-hmm. um, in the OG in the first movie when they're um, checking out her brainwaves and what's really going on with Nancy. Um, I'm skipping ahead a bit. Spoiler alert! Burr, burr, burr. Just letting you know, I'm kind of jumping around, but I'm about to come, I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back for you. Um, they start, you know, diving deep into that. Like, how is this affecting you on your REM sleep? Like, is this nigga pulling up as soon as you close your eyes or are you sleep for a little Ooh. while? Like, then, you know, they start ex- exploring, like, you just... <sighs> oh. Anyways, movie one. Movie Nightmare one. on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, this one's one of my faves, uh, 1984. Uh, we have the iconic Robert Englund as Freddy Krueger. Um, he's <clears throat> just... Legend. Yeah, he. I can't imagine anyone else as Freddy Krueger. No, um, it never so, happened. Yeah, um, we got Heather Larger Campus Nancy, who makes monsters and shit. She's really fucking cool. Um, mm-hmm. That's super cool now. Um, and she, you know, pops up in the series. Um, Johnny Depp. Mm, mm, skip over it, Glenn. Uh, anyway, John Saxon is Donald Thompson. Who Rest is peace. Nancy's mom? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We're not laughing at that. Not, not We're a, laughing not, at the way we definitely skipped not over, laughing at John Saxon. Um, that's skipped over Glenn because that's definitely not for him. But you know, yeah. Glenn. Fuck Glenn is here, man. It's, Girl, ooh, shit. We trash. Got, we got the rest of the friends. Tina, who, uh, who, oh man, her death is really fucked up. Um, Played by Amanda Weiss. Mm-hmm. And Marge Thompson, who is Nancy's mom. Um, girl, I, yes. Ooh, uh, listen, I ain't gonna hold you. Some of them scenes the girl was given, I was like, listen, I understand. 
understand. <laughs> that bitch is drunk she all the time. To that bitch put vodka in her <laughs> coffee. I swear to God. I was like, girl, why? I was like, God damn, it's, she hit the bottle right now. It's Alcoholism is not funny. No. It's not a game. But I, the fact that it is 8 a.m. next to the coffee pot and it's cold. So I said, God it damn, freezer, it's early. Bro. My you know, goodness. I've had a day like that. But you know what? I didn't go to work. She had a lot going on. But let's, <laughs> That's her. let's start from the beginning. Ooh, um, we got Rod, who's in here hanging out. And... The homegirl, well, first, it starts off in a dream sequence. Yeah, I love dream sequences. And those dream sequences are scary. That one, two, Freddy's coming for you. I love that rhyme. Um, yeah, I do, but I also hate it. Um, right, first of I all, when I'm little white children singing and, like, it, you know. Absolutely singing, not. Like, the synchronous singing, I don't. Pump the brakes. Yeah, it's evil. I you're summoning. I don't know what you're summoning, but I don't want no fucking parts. And look what they fucking summon. Goddamn, a dream demon, bitch. He letting you know his ass is coming, bitch. And they jump roping and shit. Hell no, I'm not fucking with that. Um, there's a goat. Um, there she's running around this house. I think this is Tina's dream. Um, yeah, yeah, it's weird. She's running around. She's like trying to get out. She's being chased. And you find- when he comes down that alleyway and his arms are stretched out. Real big. And he got the big like ass that. spaghetti arms. Now, <laughs> granted, right now, like present day, it's like damn, the fucking puppeteering or whatever the hell they had going wow. on is crazy. But back then, but I'm trying to tell you, when I watched that as a kid, I said, hell no. Like, I my mama, I'm sorry, mama, because she can't. Um, but <laughs> I know that can. But I literally, my mom was like, hell no, because why is his arms doing that? It's just yeah, it's that otherworldly. The look of him. Oh no, because oh god. I'm also someone who vividly dreams. Uh-huh. Um, so this was a lot of real life. And I've, I've been this way my entire life. This is a lot of real life for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I repeat my dreams as well, too. So every once in a while, Freddie Hoover has shown up in my dreams. So me already feeling like I'm a, I'm awake, but I'm actually asleep. Whoo! My gosh. Okay. Yeah. So she her dream is terrifying as a bitch. And Freddie, like, swipes her ass. But she wakes up. And as soon as she wake up, her mom come in there because she's screaming and shit. And she's like, you all right? It's just a dream. But you look down at the nightgown and there's holes. Mm-mm. So, bitch, uh-uh. So, and first of all, as a parent, you wake up screaming and then there's some slashes in your nightgown. I'm, I'm a little more concerned. But she had company, so... Um, Tina's mom. Stayed. All these parents ain't shit. Yeah, she was with her boyfriend, you know. She had... No, she was definitely fucking... Um, her priorities were yeah. out of like need to be rearranged because ma'am girl so she's like alright get some sleep well, she, how she going? that woman is woken up drenched in sweat she's not going to sleep and I say woman because these are not teenagers they're teenagers but they are not teenagers they're grown ups um, yeah. they are 23 I don't know they're not 17 <laughs> I don't know I don't know they're not 17 but anyway she wakes up from her dream and she go to school and she realized that her, they start talking and stuff, realize her homegirl, Nancy, having the same dream. Mm-hmm. The same man with when, his finger knives. When she does that, Ooh. like it looks like the way Heather Langenkamp does it kind of looks like a, it's kind of cheesy, but it's not like, it's not like you, it's hard to explain. You know, when you know that one person in front of your group that always talks with their hands. So it was perfect. And I'm usually that person. So I'm just like. Instead of saying the word, I do the mouth the sound. And I was like, nah, man, these mm-hmm. kids get fucked up. They get fucked up. She was like, stop. Hey, hey, 
Yeah, no, I'm not fucking with that. She couldn't even say it. She was just like... And then, like, both of them are... Ha- like, I don't know how much Glenn is having the dream. Because I don't think we see too many of his dream sequences. No, like, I think... But they all, like, they all at one it. point mentioned they're all having the same dream. Because yeah. everybody comes in at different times and say, yeah, like, you... I already told you that shit was fake. Like, da 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 Like, uh, what's his name? Ross started going off. Yeah. But he also came up there making noise. Like, you are familiar, my friend. Yeah. Uh, You're taking it out on everybody else because you're scared. And then you pulling knives on people. What kind of friendship is this? Like, is this you shaky? think you can pull knives on people because you got a leather jacket <laughs> it's on? It's shaky when you awake. It's shaky when you sleep. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So they having a sleepover because you know her mama out of town. And she don't want to sleep by herself, which Woo! I understand because it's scary. Saying a sneaker, boys in her house, y'all. Yeah, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Like, in a, I don't think my mom would have left me home alone. My mom would. My mom. She would never, and I would not dare. Girl, and I know she is probably listening. I've never this, like, snuck a boy into my no. house. Never Girl. in my life. My mom. I just feel like the wrath of God would come, and Woo! I just. I, I the one time I, I got in trouble for being on the phone too late. Imagine a boy. I would never have a boy my overnight house. in my parents' house. God, and then I have an older brother. So not oh. only is my mom gonna be pissed, my grandma, grandpa, daddy, everybody gonna be fighting me. Then my brother is also gonna be turned up because he just does not want me to have a love life because I was a young lady. So I'm the oldest. Yeah, I'm not the oldest. So yeah. he just was ruining my. A boy would call the house. He just. I'm gonna lift here. you. I'm gonna lift you up. I've been lifting like, you up my okay. whole life. Lift you up. But yeah, it's they're they're hanging out and having a sleepover at our house. And you know, it's cool until it's not. They are fucking. I think in her mama bed, Rod and Tina, because they go together. Ah, disgusting girl. That's so nasty. gross. Like gross. I just feel like the gross. Disrespect. Um, Don't you have a bed? You have a whole ass room. Gross. Bitch. Like what the fuck? Anyway. So they do it, Mm-mm. and they're done, and then they're asleep, and then Tina's dreaming again. Oh, shit. Girl. But Tina's dreaming. Everybody's dreaming. So first, Freddie All the cases presses. paired off. Yep. Freddie presses face through the wall, looking over um, Nancy, which is a Ooh. wonderful effect. Creepy as fuck. Then she wake up and was like, wait a minute, bitch. Huh. <laughs> she touched the wall. Like, <laughs> I wanted the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute, bitch. I don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have went back to sleep. He can't nothing to shove but to get to the wall, like, huh? <laughs> Y'all hear that? No, she definitely got a knock on the left. Make sure it's hollow. Make sure you don't chip inside the... <laughs> get a little glass with the glass next to it. Girl. So, <laughs> Freddie skips over her, slides into Tina Dream. Mm-mm. So, Tina in the Dream, she outside. She First, she's looking out the window. Then, somebody's throwing stuff. She's going outside. She's being chased. He's better to beat her ass, bro. And she's screaming and stuff. So she's screaming under the covers. And Raw wakes up next to her, like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is going on? She's screaming and moving. Then all you see is her body thrashing, like, all around the room and her being cut. This all shit up. is crazy. Bruh, so we can, they show flashes of him, like, we can, from her point of view, we can see him slashing her. But then they show it from Rod's point of view where he just sees her flying in the air. Crazy. And, and he's crying and stressed. He's like, no, who did this? Like, because, I mean, that's, first of all, how you wake up out your sleep and your partner is being dragged across <laughs> no, the I'm sorry, but who did this to take me? Because I hear that shit through the wall. Because he can't Oh, hear. God, no. But I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because his screaming wakes up Glenn and Nancy. <laughs> and they at the door and they can't get in. 
Because it's locked. Clearly, they fucking they go lock the door. Right, because they were definitely loud, just yes. obnoxiously, obnoxiously loud. Girl, I was like, girl, Annoying. please. I would have left them. I'm like, uh, shut your ass up. But they go, they once they get in, they see blood everywhere, and Rod is like out the window, bro. Because there's no way he wouldn't have. He just would have looked. There's no. Yeah, no way they would have definitely thought it was him. Yeah, so he escapes barefoot. Does I don't even think the man go home. Like no, he just girl. he was he was on the land. So, he ain't had no clothes on, nothing, Jesus. So clearly they call the police and shit and they come up there and they're like, What the fuck? What's how? How did this happen? And they of course go, Rod did it and and Nancy's like, He's not a lunatic. I don't think I don't think he did that. Yeah. I don't think he did this. Come like on, that's Nancy. a lot. Um Especially because their fucking dad was the feds. Her mm-hmm. dad is definitely Chief Fed. Um, Head of the Federalis. Okay. Um, listen, um, Donald Thompson is dad. Um, and she's like, what the fuck is you doing out here shacking up these kids? Which is my question. Okay. Why the fuck you don't know where your damn kid at? Because he at work. You, you put your jaw, open her door. Like, I ain't had no locking mechanism on my door. My mama could walk up in here. I, I don't understand. Now, my mama was not usually just bursting into my room. Right. She, she usually was like, knock, knock. Hey, opening also slowly, give you a time to you know get decent because you shouldn't be in there doing nothing wild like bruh but she was like you know make sure you sit in there you're alive you know one has kidnapped you okay you gotta bye. Check but i'm like dang she was she's been gone for quite some time at this point her mama drunk so i there's that but dad's at work mom is drunk um there's her friend got killed in the house she is stressed girl and so is glenn um so Glenn lives across the street from her. Yes. So, you know, they be canoodling through the window mm-hmm. and stuff. And Glenn's family is not with the shits, to be quite honest. Like, you can tell they're like, girl. You could tell that, uh, what's her name? Nancy be playing on their phone. Because mm-hmm. when they be answering the phone, they just be fed up with her shit. Especially as the like the story progresses. They just be yeah. like, girl, please like, stop calling She be calling myself. all the time. Like, now, do it be an emergency? Because you yeah, a dream demon about to beat your ass. Yes. But also... Girl, show some fucking respect. Okay? I think she usually be blowing their phone up, and, and that's then why they tell them it's fucking private. <laughs> Bitch, you are a child to them. They, you don't pay bills in the fucking eighties. You gonna tell somebody else, mama, it's private? Bitch, you lucky that she didn't hang up in your fucking face and come across that street and beat your ass, girl. Cause, girl, mm-hmm. I couldn't see it, couldn't see it, couldn't believe it. Um, yeah. So as time goes on, like. Nancy's at school. She's just, you know, like walking away. Oh, she's walking to school. She runs into Rob. Rob's in the bushes. He jumps out of her. She pulls to the side. They have a little conversation. Girl, Nancy's father and pulled up on a ass. Surprise. He basically used Nancy as bait to lure Rod. Just it was yeah. just a federally activity. This is too talking much. about so what you doing going to school anyway? Well, you've been watching her. You ain't stop her, but when she first walked out the door, so- and you know your wife is strong. You know she's drunk. In the you end. know she is battling her alcoholism, and she has pretty much decided every fucking day, girl, I'm just here. She's exactly. trying her best. She's trying to fight her demons, bro, because she got some. Okay, her and the rest. Because not her. just being a stay at home mom was probably stressing her out the high heaven, dealing with all this craziness. She, you, and all the other parents we learned burnt up this man. We already talked about Fred Krueger. And killed him, and they know that they have to live with this shit. Which you know what? I'm not. I'm not upset with, with why they did it. Don't you know? I'm not upset with them. But now he has come back for revenge. And what the fuck you about to do for a fucking demon? Like you can't be a demon, please, girl. So she and he, she, she goes. You know, pretty much. 
fuck you, dad. She doesn't say that. But <laughs> but she goes to school anyway. And she in school. And teaches in here who is Lynn Shay from like, you know, you seen her in Insidious. You seen her in like, oh man. I'm trying to think of you all You seen her movies. in, yes. There, she's a yes. lot of horror films, okay? So... You did, like I said, you've seen sis before, mm-hmm. and she's always, you know, a ghost hunter or something. You know, yeah. she's always dealing with supernatural shit. Um, That's cool. I, it is. It is cool. Um, she falls asleep, and at first, I like how it just goes into the dream sometimes, and then you don't realize, like you realize it's a dream if you're paying attention. Yeah. But if you you could easily be fooled, you know, or you could easily see why it's not automatically alarming to the um, person who they're, mm-hmm. you know, viewing. Because, like, when she goes to, first she goes to sleep, and all of a sudden, the person who is, like, giving the speech, or they're reading, they work out loud, they're whispering. And, and it was about, quick, too. Yeah. It was and, like a blink. Yeah, and you see, the, that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no, a goddamn blink. And they're, like, the other kids, they, their heads don't move, they don't react to anything, they're just looking forward. And beforehand, it's like, weird. you see the kids looking back, talking to each other, like, interacting, as students would. And this time it's just like, wow, nothing's happening. It's like almost like they're cardboard. They're just still. And then you turn to the side out the door. And Tina is in a fucking body bag, dog. Girl. With blood in there. Like, hey. And first of all. That's scary as shit. First of all, why would you follow it? But, you know, we talked about, the, 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 you know, making dream choices. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're dreaming. You're not, you're not going to do the right thing. Or even if you try to do the right thing. It's not gonna. I feel like if she even she would have sat there, Freddie would have turned up on her ass in the classroom, mm-hmm. or he starts to melt in the classroom, or some shit. I don't know what she would have done. But. I I agree. Well, so you and I had this conversation off camera, but I was talking about how the night I felt like a lot of movies, a hand, a few of them, and you'll you'll definitely hear why this is one of them. Um, did a really good job, in my opinion, of like portraying what like dreamlike states kind of look like yeah. on film. Like, especially where it kind of had that contrast and everything was loud, where dreams are, like, quiet. And then, you know, we find ourselves, I was talking to Jess, like, you know how you find yourself being upset with characters who you know are in dreamlike states and they're making these dumbass decisions? And I realized, you know what? They really don't have any control over their decisions unless they're, like, you know, people who lucid dream who could do those things, which I feel like in later movies, they, we kind of yeah, explore we that more. Like that. But... So far on this one, like, they're not kind of there yet. They're, like, really, like, it's just, they're, they're, what I'm trying to say is, um, they're in a dream, so they can't, they, they don't really have control over the decisions that they're making. Like, we're like, damn, why the fuck she following this body down the hallway? Because then some people in their dreams, they're just like, well, I guess I'm just going to follow this body down the hallway. I wonder what that is. Versus wow. other people, they're like, um, I'm going to change this and see what happens. But it's, you know, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. So she, she follows, follows the body tag. First, it turns to a puddle. And uh-huh. she's like, oh, God. And then it's dragged down the hall. Then the person's asking for the hall pass. She's like, screw here. It's so eerie. It's but like, then she's like, you're not running in the hallway, Nancy. And I'm like, bitch. Ooh. That's really, like, this, this scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that dream, that school scene dream is fucking scary. And she follows that body, I feel, and she ends up um, in the boiler, as they always do, where it's like no students allowed. It's just, mm, you going down there. Have you ever had a nightmare dealing with your school? I don't know. I have. I don't know. So, like, in my mind, it's like me watching this, 
knowing that I've had dreams dealing my schools kind of look like this. Like when I went to elementary school mm. or whatever, the schools were like older buildings before DC schools got renovated. Mm. So the hallways, or we visited high schools for like field trips before they redid the schools, the hallways used to look like this. Like long, mm. long hallways with big with like dark oak doors and just old stuff like the old like nuclear fallout signs yeah and so me having like and i've had dreams where weird shit has happened so me watching this i'm like it'd be just my fucking luck <laughs> i would go to sleep and see this nigga freddie dragging a body down the hallway so i'm watching this girl i said girl you need to go out of way but what she do she runs to the body she go to the basement she up in the boiler and she gets out of this dream because she pretty much burns herself and wakes herself up. And she is going dummy in the class. Ah! Screaming. And, they're the, you know, everybody now, everybody's like, what the fuck is going on in here? And shout out to Liz Shaper going, um, okay. Uh, Classroom management. Pass? Okay. She did not. Because some teachers were like, woo! Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, well. Way to keep her cool. And then she turned to the kids and was like, all right, well, back to work. Um... Ooh. They needed some crisis management. They did. Right? They needed. They needed a five minute um, break. They needed they to did. stand up and stretch their fingers. They, they needed to, you know, do a few things. Because if somebody wakes up screaming like that in the classroom, I can't just go back to writing my essay. Okay, I, I, need, I need to a make second. sure that child made it to the office. Yeah, I, I need to deal with that for a second. Mm. Um, but she goes like, she's like, I'm going straight home, bro. Which I'm like, damn, you going straight home? Like, you dead ass just gonna leave the school? Like, you're just gonna be like, hey guys, bye. I'm out of here. Deuces. You could do that. Oh, right. Well, I, I fucking guess so, bro. Um, so now... 80s was crazy. Hmm, now shit is getting down to the wire. Uh, because she goes and talks to Rob. Like, what the fuck, bro? I don't think you did it. And then he reveals also that he, you know, they said they had a dream. He's like, yeah, the finger. Now he goes detail. Finger knives. All slashes. Well, all at once. She's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Like, she's in a Mr. Krabs filter for real. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, everything is happening right now. Yeah. So, of course, everybody's stressed, concerned, because she's not sleeping. Girl, Rod is um, in jail. Man, Rod's in jail. He's arrested because they definitely pulled up on his ass. Um... And they just think that he did it. But Glenn family like, keeping him in the house and away yeah. from Nancy as much as possible. Yes. And he'd be sneaking over there, crawling to her window. Um, I would have bars on there, so they probably wouldn't have. That's, well, you know, guess what? Eventually, Nancy mama get hip to the shit and start putting bars on all the windows. Uh-huh. She was like, ah, 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 bitch. But, it's not happening. Yeah. And her mom does love her. She's she like, it's protection. <laughs> she said that shit. I was crying. She I was, was like, like, girl. We're going to get some sleep if it kills me. Okay? Girl. Go to bed. Please. They got to start listening to the kids. I find myself screaming this throughout, like, the, like these started, like, slasher films. Mm-hmm. where they're having, like, the scream queens of, like, teenage girls instead of, like, mm-hmm. older women. Or, or, or older young women because they're still not, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just like... They never listen to the kids, especially the town with a dirty little secret. And you know, I love a story with a dirty little secret. Mm -hmm. So the Elm Street secret is like, it's a dirty little secret with air quotes like, yeah, you know, but they still kill the guy. So that's a thing. Um, You know, it's one less predator on earth. But unfortunately, this motherfucker is back. Like he keep coming back and beating their ass. And all of Nancy's friends, y'all, they just get picked off, picked off, picked off. And... The story wraps up where Nancy, she basically finds out that she could take Freddie out of the dream. So she decides, fuck this shit, Glenn. We're going to do this shit. You're going to help me. We're going to help. You know, I'm going to dream. I'm going to get his ass up out of here. Freddie come in, kill her mom. 
the ending is crazy, y'all. Yeah. Now, looking at Jazz, because everyone knows the story. What are your favorite kills from this movie? Um, oh, shit. Okay. So, of course, Tina's death, because her being thrashed mm-hmm. around that room on the ceiling and shades turned up. I like that a lot. But Glenn going into the bed mm-hmm. and getting spit out as a, a Definitely cuddle iconic is scene. really fucked up. And ooh. it's because, ooh. And his parents would not let her out. Like, let oh, him out. She's like, Jeff Hall. And now I know they regret that. Oh, the blood was coming. It was dripping through the floor. Ooh. I was like, oh. You know, it's a, a fire, um, a fire thing to watch for those who are listening. Jazz, I know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you already know. The Never Sleep Again documentary, they kind of talk about how they made that scene mm-hmm. and all the like behind the scenes, how it went into the movies, how they had like the rooms tumbling and shit and people mm-hmm. was really flipping around and doing all kinds. Like the, the camera tricks that went into making this movie were, de- they were doing some dangerous ass shit, but they were also like, girl, it, it did what it came to do. Um, knowing that that went into this, crazy. Yeah. Crazy cinematography. Yeah. Crazy. Oh man, those dreams are just really who eerie. Nightmare fuel. Girl. You get sucked into the bed. All he doing is listening to his tunes. It just comes out. It's just yeah. crazy. Who came right in the jail cell? Why why went in there trying to talk to him? Like, I wanna talk to him. No. Said, Not today. And <laughs> she right up and just dangled his ass in the cell. And I was like, that is so fucked up. Not only did you kill, get him now he down like he did something. Cause I feel like the funeral was like, those live by the door, die by the sword. Like, damn, he didn't even kill nobody. Yeah, they was wild Y'all some hating ass niggas, bruh. Y'all had to do do Rod like that. But this movie was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Even the, the last scene of it being a dream. So you you don't really get a resolve. You don't know what happened. You're like, oh. You guess she lived, but you figure all her friends are definitely dead. Yeah, because you're like, what the fuck? Y'all were not here earlier. Um, then the cars are like dropping backwards in the background and shit. You got the fucking drop top with the um, Freddy sweater on top. Mm-hmm. You should have known it was fucked up. But this is just, it was a great movie. Such a great movie. Um, still holds up. I've seen it a few times in the past couple weeks. Girl, so I could watch this. If there was like somebody left me on the island and said, you get five movies to bring with you to this island, I bet you... Two of the movies about this franchise will be on this list. And you already know which two. Oh, when we get to it, trust you, me. You already know. And this is one of them. That's just... Listen. Throw it in the bucket, bitch. Yes, just, just let's go. Throw it in the bag. Let's go. All because right. we're sliding on to... Uh, oh, just to let y'all know, my favorite kills are... Yes. Roughly her favorite kills. It's pretty much it. Um, I do think a, like a, a sneaky kill that I kind of like grown to like is um the one where um Freddie gets March um her mom about the paint Ooh. and I th- I forgot her ass was up there my I forgot she was asleep like she literally like <sighs> what I like is that you still got a connection through all the characters like she said she was going up to bed but Freddie then went through the back he went through the basement because um what's her name Nancy was at the front door trying to get everybody's attention. She was like, oh, I got him. He's trapped in the basement. But the police go to the basement and Freddie going through the living room on some sneak attack shit. And now he going up the stairs and they're seeing the fire footprints and it goes up the stairs. And then he like smothered the mom. Yeah. Now, was that trashy? Yes, because she was asleep. Trash. Like he had to do all that. Like that was a waste of time. 
But I did like how it was like a cartoony, but not cartoony, <laughs> sneak around the corner moment. <laughs> and ain't nobody smelled that birthday's carpet. Girl. And it was like... Sick. You ain't smell that? And his, like and his birthday skin? Girl. I know his breath is hot. Stop playing with me. Well, it's a classic. If you've never seen I it... I love it. You should watch it. I love um, it. Yeah. Definitely suspend your belief. If, if you suspend your disbelief. If you are a young person, hey, welcome, friends. <laughs> There's Hi. room for you at this table. We've got some seats over there. Um... And if you've never seen this movie um, or this series, I definitely think this is a wonderful kickoff to a fire series. Yeah. Now, are all the movies the bomb.com? No. But they <laughs> did what they came to do. They Some of them really struggled to get the story along. Yeah. And unfortunately, as we're about to slide into this next movie, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, I really... I wish that the people that made this movie did not make it the way they made it because it just feels like a movie that is like in a series. It it doesn't really connect to movie one for me. Yeah. It just seems like, hey, we did a sequel and the sequel tried to do with a whole new person and they really just tried to make shit work. But yeah, the plot was no. like convoluted in the way where... It's not the dream demon situation now. It's that we have Jesse, who's played by uh, Matt Pat Pat Patton, Mark Patton. Wow, I was looking at I don't know what I did with my letters. It's Mark okay. Patton. Um, he's playing it's Jesse, dark. and they have him and his family. They moved into this house. They mm -hmm. moved into Nancy's old house. Why the fuck would you do that? But they didn't. Well, the dad knew what was. Well, the dad on. was you know he, he was shaking shitty, and he didn't tell. The rest of the family that there was, you know, a you suicide know. and a big ass murder across the fucking street. So he got the house for the Lizzo. Yeah, because the house has been on, you know, on the market for five years. So now we have Jesse having all these terrifying dreams. You know, mm -hmm. he's having trouble fitting in, unpacking, new school, new neighborhood, new house. It's yeah. a lot going on. But he's having like Freddie is here, and what I feel like they tried to do with the story, which I'm not that mad at. But then they immediately scrap it and you don't really go back to it. It's now that Nancy kind of pulled him out and he got he died, sort of. He can't haunt dreams, so he needs to possess someone to use their body. To and do you his know bidding. what? That would have been interesting to see if they found a way to connect it to movie one. Because this just felt like, and I know I'm kind of jumping ahead, I apologize. Movie three felt like a, dis a direct sequel to movie one. And I know Anada that also was. played into because Wes Craven is now back in the picture where he's not, he doesn't really have anything to do at all yeah. in movie two. Um, and also the, like, the shenanigans behind movie two, which is later explained um, through the Scream Cream, My Nightmare Girl, yes. That, um, that's that documentary that's on Shudder. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, and people were just It's upset. disgusting. Because I'm like, like outing I'm, people, just, it's gross. Yeah, and I watched the movie not so long ago. Like, is it the best one in the series? No, but the the vitriol that it gets i mean but it tried it yeah. doesn't deserve all the flack it gets either it and wasn't a horrible film and there's some scary goddamn scenes in there so i really don't know like, there's some i like the pool scene yeah and freddie was turning up at that party but baby that chance. no chance Woo! how you get your burn hot dog and freddie come and beat your fucking ass <laughs> that's so fucked up you have that time in your life you got a hot dog in your head and freddie coming <laughs> Cut you down, Glizzy. Everything gone. Oh, God. oh man. But yeah, it starts oh. off with him, you know, trying to get on the school bus, and you keep on the school bus. That's the first dream you see, mm -hmm. and the bus is letting people. So it starts to stop. But Robert English is driving the bus. So off rip. Hell no, nope. bro. Nope. Um, 
And the bus decides once there's a few girls left on the bus, it's going to just keep fucking going and drive. And now the ground is opening and shit and everybody's falling and they're about to drive off the cliff. And Freddie's like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Lord. And then, of course, he wakes up sweating. Um, so Crazy. he's riding to school. He's at school doing stuff. Um, he getting a fight. He kind of, It seems like he likes this girl. Um, but, yeah, they never really... He, he it's, it's always that he likes his girl. Lisa. His girl likes her. Yeah, Lisa, because mm-hmm. he riding in the car. She like, ooh, we together. Like, you know, here. But I don't know if it was like, ooh, just homegirl. But he was definitely like embarrassed and being like flirty, flirty. He, was, I think he was trying to figure his himself out. That's what Bob always got. It could have been, been all been, the yeah. above. He could have. He was trying to be a lover and friend. Yes. Um, and then he has like friends in class where he they're getting in trouble and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. The coach is a dickhead. We find out, girl. But. Jesse's having Coach dreams. Schneider. Yeah. Jesse's having dreams. Right now, we're just pretty much following Jesse mm-hmm. and not like the bunch of other different children having dreams. It's terrorizing the hell out of Jesse. It try to come through the wall and be his ass and come through him. The skin be falling off. It's really, mm, that's gross. God. I like that whole play on that throughout this whole yeah. movie. He's becoming up. Everything is heating up. This is something different that we're not seeing from the first film. Um, like things just start getting hot. Or like you know things it's just melting off. Fire. It's like tran- like transfiguration type shit. Yeah. Like that shit we kind of saw in um what's that? Uh, Lovecraft Country. People's yeah. like bodies be melting off and shit. Yeah, like, he, just, yeah. He was just like, ooh, I'm just gonna turn this to turn the fire up. The toaster got burnt up. Everything. Yeah. A bird burnt up out of nowhere. We start to see that demonic shit come to play. Yeah. Everything's just every the floor is lava. Um, the fish was in the boiling water. I was so stressed. I was like, no, not the fish in the fish tank. So I hope he's... Um, but it's really, um, Freddie being murderous in this way. Or he, every time he's around somebody dying around him, like, he's, of course, having bad dreams at the school, but then he's also, like, having bad dreams, like, at home and sleepwalking or ending up mm-hmm. in places. So it's not like, ooh, it's just a dream and you wake up in your bed. No, he is in other places. He is dreaming and ends up at a bar. And there's a lot of interesting people in the bar. I would go to that bar. Um, I, I probably would. Looked a little seedy, but yeah. There, but I don't know how he got in. He had pajamas on or something. No shoes. You know, I'm looking off into the distance because I'm thinking about how I made an earlier statement about um, how it, there was hard for me to find a connection. It just felt like a movie that was in slot between something else. Yeah. But there is a smidget because now in this movie they start. Um, you know, throwing out this idea that, okay, he's possessing people. He can make people do stuff. And then we see, jumping ahead again, in movie three, where he possesses the kid like a marionette puppet. Uh-huh. And then he fucking walks to his doom. So I'm like, all right, okay, I see that there. I see I see that. He has some powers. I see that, okay. But, you know, mm, yeah, I still like this movie. I do I do like this movie. He's in the club, and then guess who we see at the club? Fucking coach. That First club looked fun as shit. It was lots of looks yeah. in there. But he sees coach in there. Which is inappropriate. Um, first of all, if you see him there, why are you, you going to... He made him go to the school and fucking run and do Basically shit. Basically punished him. First of all, that's weird. That's weird. Like, why What's would going you, on? You at the club, first of all, the first thing I would have did is call his parents and be like, what the fuck are you doing at the club? He didn't even change outfits. He still got on... Op- what? That's he, the, you know, that doesn't even make sense. Why the fuck would he take him back to the school to run laps? Listen, they make him run. Well, he makes him run. And then he makes him hit the showers. And then after he makes him hit the showers, he's like, you know, just mind his business. And then everything in the gym starts fucking up. Like, it starts moving towards him. Balls start dropping and falling and all types of shit. Then, 
it dragged the the jump ropes grab him and drag his ass crazy and put him in the shower and then the towel start beating that was too ass. much that was too much and then uh and you know just a shower when he looking over like what the fuck i'm just trying to shower bro like come on man and he he's just trying to send for help up. sos every night and then he butt naked running down the street the police to get him and bring him home like um is this yours this is the scene that really just sent me to a place. His dad, like, you know, his parents eventually accepted him in from the police. And his dad was like, I only have two questions. He was like, um, what do you want and where did you get it from? So, of course, like, this is the 80s. You got that dare shit. You have this trying to get this hard drugs in America, mm-hmm. blase, blase propaganda. And that really just made me sick because instead of being concerned about, first of all, how the fuck did your child get outside? Why do you automatically assume it's drugs? Yeah. And you don't have any clothes on. Where were you? Are you, you didn't, hurt? You weren't even concerned about their well-being. Are you okay? You were more concerned about being embarrassed by the police. And were they on, were they on drugs? Mm-hmm. Was, it, was it the crank, son? Was it the I'm crank? Like, do we need to go to the hospital? It was just, it was a really gross scene. His dad was a dickhead. That's ultimately what we learned. And he also was telling him, it's the house, bro. It's the I house. found this diary. Oh, yeah, they found Nancy's diary. Girl, that fucking, like strategically placed diary in the shelf cubby the open shelf cubby had me screaming i was like ma'am you mean to tell me nancy left her diary here when they moved on purpose uh, well really i there ain't nobody like dust that shit out nobody listen i listen okay that's fine moving the plot forward that's all right that's all right uh, that's all right so pretty much we get to this barbecue that our home this is this Lisa's barbecue. Hey, yes. They having hot dogs. They got corn on the cob up there. It's sodas, it's beers. Her parents finally minding their business because she already told her friends her dad said he was gonna stay in the house this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last then, time he showed his ass. Mm-hmm. And they were having a good time and then Jesse slash Freddie come and start Damn. whooping ass. Like when I say they just slashing people. That, like I said, they enjoying their fucking hot dogs and right. shit. And they getting cut up. And the people in the pool is boiling and shit. It's a lot going on. Shay's just having, trying to have a good time. And Lisa kind of believes him and knows what's going on. You know, the power of love. Like Luther Vandross say, R.I.P. Yes, um, but... She's like, I love you. And, you know, fight it. Willpower. Um, it's not enough. He's going to beat your ass. Girl. Um, that's, I didn't like that part. Of the, I don't... I don't. I don't really believe in the power of love like that. I mean, yeah, outside I of weapons. maybe the poltergeist, because it was like family love. I'm like, you don't know him. Like, you just got <laughs> here. You just fucking. He got just here, moved it like last week. I mean, you know, shout out to kinship and you know friendship and starting lifelong yeah. and starting lifelong friends. But you need I, some weapons. I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't know if this is really gonna be effective. Your love is strong enough. Um, but it ends with. An uneasy dream so you there's no resolution either in this one because they're back on the fucking bus and guess who's driving it again robert england mm-hmm. it don't look like him at first it's somebody else but then when the bus keep going you're like well it's freddy guys Ta-da. he's back we're back in this dream sequence yeah so this one ended on a dream sequence no real resolution hmm. we thought that jesse may have been free but pro- probably not he's probably dead um that's it that's all for our friend jesse. yeah um, not a bad movie. Just no. it doesn't really. Um, I don't think it gets the yeah. respect it deserves. It, honestly, if anybody was gonna like redo that, I would like to see that as like a standalone like side story mm-hmm. kind of redone. 
Um, I feel like uh, the actor, especially after seeing the documentary, because it was great to see his side of the story, because mm-hmm. you always see one side of the story via like the Never Sleep Again documentary. Mm-hmm. But from the Screen Clean documentary, I'm glad that Shudder has given us like the chance, you know, for Mark Patton to, you know, have his voice and have his time. You know, I think it's really, like, it's really fucking disgusting the shit that happened to him. He deserved better. And mm-hmm. he should have got the, the sequel that he deserved. Like, you know, with all, all the extra particulars. And that's what I'm going to say. On that, I feel like they could have did this better. But you know, girl. Absolutely. We're going to move on to Dream Warriors. So Jazz and I have really been like um, binging this shit for so long that we have uh, realized. Because when we talk about movie number four. Um, and we've already said spoiler alert. Um, and movie number three, we're introduced to the dream, the dream warriors. Um, and they're a group of kids who are in this asylum. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all realize they have one thing in common. Freddie has been trying to, uh, simultaneously beat all the asses, um, <sighs> as they overcome all their own personal demons. Um, and you know, they've been placed here by parents who are just like, girl, fuck these kids. I really don't want anything to do them because they are the last of the Elm Street children. Um, we are introduced to Kristen. Um, as soon as the movie starts, you see like people putting like making like paste and paper mache materials and flies and goop and all kinds of bullshit. And we're introduced to Kristen who's played by Patricia Arquette. Um, and for those who's like, Arquette, the name sound familiar. I'm, you know, I'm new here. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Um, she's a top flight actress. Um, this is her, like one of her first acting roles or whatever. Oh, l- by the way, Wes Craven is back in the picture, y'all. Mm-hmm. So we're back. We're getting just, it feels like, like I said, a direct sequel to yeah, the first Heather's one. back too. Heather yeah, Heather Lightencap is definitely back from, um, reprising her role as Nancy. Um, we're introduced to this new character. She basically is being haunted by Freddy and he essentially gets her to make her slit her wrist. Yes. Her mom is another one of these moms like, girl, I don't give a flying fuck about what's going on. I have a date with a man, baby. Please do your homework and go to bed like you're supposed to and just be quiet. Exactly. Just pretend you're not here. That's pretty much how her mom is rolling. Um, but then she sees that, you know, Kristen has slit her wrist so that clearly ruins her plans. And now she has decided to... um Send uh, Kristen to the um, to the psychiatric ward. She's got to go. Yeah, she needs some she's help. She's got to go, and she didn't even do it. Damn, no. she's got to go. She's once again, y'all are not believing the kids. Um, and we immediately are introduced to our new group. We got our friends. What's his name? We got Taryn. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got what else? We have Philip. He doesn't really say anything. Um, yeah, poor Philip. We've got Joey. That's another person that's really just, you know, not really, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, what's his name? Kincaid. Yeah. Um, I missed about three people. Who Jennifer, I missed? Jennifer. Jennifer, uh, we with Will. Will, Will um, yep. And I think that is all of them. And then you have, of course, Dr. Sims, that lady who is the worst lady yep. ever, Dr. Neil Gordon. And, of course, we have, um, you know, Nancy, who's back working in the field after five years. Mm-hmm. Don't know how she We have Max, that. who is played by um, vintage Larry Fishburne. Mm-hmm. And my heart is on fire. 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 Woo. That's just. <laughs> wow. Um, Period. Anyway. Anyways, um, girl, just just, be, just girl, girl, just Damn. girl. You ain't even know his ass ain't never getting that job back. But he God, do damn. shit, damn, damn. Freddie. Mm. 
Fucking up the economy. Freddie fucking up the black man's job every time. Mm-hmm. Like, just, oh, Fucking I'm up the tired. church's money. Lord. Girl. Come on, Freddie. So they find out real quick. They just get straight. The peripheral in this story, I like how they just get straight into the nitty gritty. Like, listen, they in group. Everybody is not with the shits. You try to figure out real quick. The, the kids are, like, real disgruntled. They're not really fucking with none of these treatments and stuff because they're like, girl, this is bullshit, okay? Freddie is real we've been telling y'all like you're literally tossed into it we've been telling y'all we're not trying to go to sleep this is not a collective group think situation this man is real and um it's brought into light because you know everybody's talking about it nancy busts in the room and she's singing the song um where did you hear that nursery rhyme after what the fuck happened what happened they was in the group um i think that what's the name who just got there um, our sis Kristen just got there mm-hmm. and she's you no know, hostile like she's like no you're not about to put me to sleep I don't want to go to sleep I'm have, I've been in here eating coffee and you know doing arts and crafts and shit first of all does eating coffee being straight like that does that work like they try to make it seem That's I ain't really do nothing like that I just listen bro I don't it just really seem a little extreme to me it well those are this calls for extreme fucking measures okay, okay? I understand I would if it took eating coffee. I would eat coffee if I had. That's fair. That's fair. With no um, issue, it'd be disgusting, but I would do it. See, just um, real gritty. So she got the scout. She they trying to talk her off a ledge. She's like, "Once you, Freddie's coming for you again." Stress. Creepy ass song, but she knows it. Where did you she, hear she, this song? Yeah, she knows. She knows what they're going through because she had those dreams as well. She still got the streak in her hair from movie one. Had Lena can't keep it yes. consistent. Yes, they try. Yes, yes, they kept it consistent. She got her little streak. Um, so she's trying to help the kids, and Doctor Neil Gordon trying to help the kids. And listen, and he's trying to. She's trying to open his mind. Like, hey, there, there's a dream demon. Okay, and it is beating their ass. And I need you to understand. That this is why what's happening to them is happening. Like, they're not just not okay. There's a dream demon. They're not making this up. Yeah. You need to assist them. And we need to assist them. And we find out in this situation, they have dream power. So, first, all of them. And they kind of deal with what they were going going through in life. Because I feel like uh, Rollin... Well, not Rollin. His name is Kincaid. They call him Kincaid. Mm -hmm. Kincaid is, you know, he's real angry. He's from Philly. And I'm like, okay, stereotype. But he is a black character, finally. And I'm like, yay. And he made it to the end. To the end. Um, This was the first time I seen black people make it. A black person made it to the end of a fucking Freddy Krueger movie, y'all. That's it. Listen. We made it. Listen. Now, that was awesome to see. And he was strong as a bitch. Just to wipe that motherfucker out in the next movie. Bending shit up first too ah, you know taryn who um is you know overcoming addiction and shit Let's get she yeah she is like i'm mm. bad so she's just like she has knives i don't she looks she has outfits and knives so i guess that's her, her look was popping you know because she said she felt more beautiful in her dreams than what she did with, uh when she was uh awake and that was yeah. really sad because you know these the, the mm, just that was sad she's going through a fucking lot that was um, sad then we have Joey, who can, I guess, speak and make noise and stuff in his dreams. Will is, like, he is um, paralyzed from um, a suicide t- attempt. And his power is he is a, has a wheelchair. He's a wizard. And he's turning mm-hmm. up. Like, I think he has, like, a super-powered chair that does all this wild stuff. Yeah. Um, he's definitely a D and Dungeons and Dragons. Let's yeah. go. He's definitely, like, a level 15 mage. Um, he can do some stuff. Oh, yeah. He is shooting... The the fucking light the ball set your ass, um, and Jennifer does she even get like a a 
She they don't really, power? you know, um, go deeper. She just was like, she wanted to basically, whatever happened to her, she was like, girl, I'm just trying to escape all this bullshit, go to LA and be a star. Yeah. I'm going to be a television star. Yeah, and I don't said, think. This is your big break. Damn. So the movie girl. starts off, she gets in there, and one of the first things that happened is, Phil was a sleepwalker. This scene, it makes me cringe every time oh. I see it. God. Um, the marionette puppet does this like stop motion and it turns into it Freddy. looks awesome. Yes, and it cuts itself down and it's like, oh bitch, I'm about to put the strings on your ass. They cut Phil he cuts Phil open. Pulls out like his veins and tendons. Oh I'm biased, but I feel like this is aged well. I'm sorry. Because even when you it. still look at it, you're just like, Oh god, now obviously, I can't even look at it. You know, it the, the, the technology, you know, it was that. But the whole ordeal just like Oh, shit. So disturbing. Somebody should have saw something. Also, I was a little upset because Kincaid and, you know, him sleepwalking, you should have been more concerned. Uh, I do understand he was fed up because he was like, this ain't my motherfucking motherfucking concern. I'm about to go to sleep. Come on, man. Phil, go to bed. Stop playing. I'm going to bed. And I'm like, I know that you're not supposed to wake sleepwalkers up, I guess. I'm not really sure. But if we are having a dream demon situation, I would have woke your ass up. Sorry. Um, But... He pretty much drags him by his tendons, oh gosh, and gets him mm. to the ledge. And Joey sees, but Joey can't speak. And he pretty much jumps off and they assume it's suicide. Um, so it's like, well, damn, okay, this is something normal. Yeah. So they're trying to rationalize this. You just oh, jump. Group. They're rationalizing these things. And all these deaths look like suicides, except for Jennifer's does not. But <laughs> after uh, Phil dies, I'm like, doesn't Jennifer die like next? Yeah, I believe so. This is kind of part of the reason why they they band together. Like, we got powers. We because everyone that. starts dying off and all the attendants are getting upset. Like, Max is like, you know, telling people, like, listen, because they think it's because Nancy showed up. So mm-hmm. now there's an increase in deaths mm-hmm. and dealing with her where it does deal with her, but it doesn't have anything to do with her. It's more so that their connection is their parents. Like, yeah, their and parents are shitty demon. people. They locked yeah. you up here because they don't have to deal with, once again, their dirty little secrets. Yeah, and Dr. Sims is not listening. She's not having no. it. She's injecting everybody and making everybody go to sleep. Um, and Nancy thinks they should be taking Hypnoseal, which I'm glad they mentioned it for the first time in this mm-hmm. kind of movie situation because you see it again in mm-hmm. later movies mm-hmm. um, where it's like a dream suppressant. So they don't dream or At they all. don't remember their dreams. So it's kind of their only defense for real against yeah. Freddy. Like, if you don't dream, he's not going to pull up. I mean, he's still there. He's just going to catch your ass slipping. Just, you know, make sure you take your mess. Yeah, or I'm going to be in your fucking dreams. Because that's how she's been ducking and dodging his ass for years. Hitting the seal. And they they decide, okay, we about to band together. And, you know, she tell, let, you know, pretty much tells him how she got rid of him, pulled him out and beat his ass. Mm-hmm. So they can work together to beat his ass. But first, you know, Jennifer's not really accepting it. And she's um She's the actress, and she watching TV. She falls asleep, and Freddie picks her ass up, <laughs> and slams her ass. Is iconic scene, iconic kill scene. Big break. How? If somebody says she could, you could not look at your coworker tomorrow and be like, "Oh, she committed suicide." How the fuck does she? How the fuck does she throw herself into the TV? How, bruh? Exactly. There's no way that she just did that shit. Like, I, you gotta be boo boo, goddamn fool. How? Listen. Anyway, they chuck it up to you know whatever she's doing the stuff, and Doctor Sims like everybody's going to bed. 
fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. So then, in their dreams, because niggas are not listening to them, Freddie is coming to beat their ass. Taryn comes, although she's so beautiful in her dreams, Freddie whoop her ass with an overdose, Girl. so fucked up. Um, that's not fun. Let's get high. Mm. With her arm a little stuck. Why I gotta make Girl. the sound? I think they kill Will. They yeah. Kill? yeah, they kill he Will. He get rolled over by the spike chair. That was crazy. I was like, mm. that was out of control. But the giant chair. Kincaid and um Kincaid, Joey, Nancy, and Kristen no, Nancy does die, but Kristen doesn't. Those four Yes, Nancy dies trying to protect them. Yeah. And I think her dad dies as well. Yeah, her dad dies trying because the um what is it? The doctor was like pulled up on him, was like, You need to finally do right by her because she basically lived off her life and basically you're the reason why she has to live this life and these other kids have to live the life they're living because you and the rest of the elm street parents did this thing yeah now are we mad that you did it not really we understand but as a result of what you did your children are now suffering okay you need to get it the fuck together do your part god damn it so you know it it comes down to blows um and they beating the people ass in the dream yep so they they pretty much kind of make it out, and they then we end up segueing into the next dream, well to the next movie because it's Dream Warriors. Then it's Dream Warriors. Yeah, you know what? Okay, so let me let me just um, crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. So as we transition into the Dream Warriors Memorial Reprise, um, <laughs> no matter control. Um, so we're moving from movie three to movie four, and this is Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four: The Dream Master, which came out in 1988. Um, like we said, Wes Craven is no longer with us in terms of uh, this point of the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Um, and we're introduced to, once again, Kristen's here. We see Joey. We see Kincaid. And literally 30 minutes into the movie, they are no longer with us. They are gone. They have killed off all the OG, um, what is that, um, Elm Street children. And the movie is, like, super aware of itself. And it kind of tells you what you're already thinking anyways. Oh, they just trying to find a reason to connect the new people to the old people. And the character's like, Freddie's just trying to find a reason to get connected to the new kids of the block. So they can do this at a third. And I'm just like, please, God, like. Okay. And the Dream Warriors die, and our good sis, I think Alice is the one who makes it to them. Yeah. She starts absorbing all of the power, all of their powers, like Kung Fu and stuff. And all her yeah. friends' powers and her sis and her brother's powers because, you know, her, uh, first of all, she has this old, I'm assuming it's her older brother. Mm-hmm. They don't really have a, say, an age, but Rick, and he's into like martial arts and mm-hmm. shit. And their dad, it seems to be very like abusive in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or fashion. But he also seems to like fake ass care about them. I won't say fake ass care. I don't know. It's one of it seems like one of those question mark situations. Yeah. Um, but you know, um, like we said, Joey has died. Kristen is Rick, her older brother's girlfriend. So Kristen mm-hmm. dies after you know she notices one day. One, she pulls. Um, Joey and Kincaid into her dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, Kristen, you got to stop doing this. Like, Freddie's not here. Did you ever think that if we keep coming back to the boiler, because the boiler's cold, so yeah. now they, like, equate it to the boiler in the basement being yeah. hot. And they were like, oh, well, the boiler's cold. Like, you ever think mm-hmm. if you keep 
saying that is you're playing into what he wants and they're absolutely right because you're drumming him back up so you're bringing the fear back up yeah. but also at the same time he's probably low-key getting powerful anyways Freddie just so they could go to sleep he take yeah. a quick nap he rejuvenates his power he get the power bar back up and he's back on to the bullshit like he's back to, he's really back to getting y'all out of these out of the way via these dreams yeah and you know i mean the kills are really fucked up. Um, there's some gross ass kills. In oh here. yeah. Um, like there's a, definitely the cockroach situation. Oh, the roach so, motels. Oh. Man, he looking all in there. When Ooh. the girl's like working out, her friend. Oh mm. god, yeah, that was a that was a real sick kind of like kill. A fucked up kill was like the only. Um, well, this one all the black people die. Just want to let y'all yeah. know. They gave us three. They decided four. That was enough. Yeah. Um and what's the girl's name? Sheila. Yeah. Um, Sheila has asthma and she's in class. And what I did think was interesting, they try to put this play on that Alice can see, like when people if she's if she's near them, she can kind of see what's going on with them yeah. when they're and be she like, can feel it. right? But she can't. But Freddie also stops her from interacting. So like, no one is noticing. Multiple people are asleep in their class and thrashing around. Like. No one is seeing this. Okay, cool. You know, That's fine. Y'all are really ignoring these kids, man. Them do better. They were there, so they didn't get fined. Well, I understand. That was it. The budget was probably real low. You know, probably. Because I'm like, wake these damn kids up. You know, teachers really, unfortunately, get paid in chicklets. And Listen, we're dust. not making as much as we should. Ugh, dust. Not even going to bring real life into it. But no. anyways. But yeah. So Alice is feeling all this, but they are they are dying. He sucks her flat. Uh, pretty much, which is gross. Oh, did not appreciate that. Um, like fucking balloon, uh, helium out of a balloon. Yeah, I think mm. um, Kristen gets burnt all up. Oh god. Yeah, that was that was gross. That was a really wild situation. Well, even though he sucked that, uh, he deflated her and sucked all the air out of her body. It made her have an asthma attack yeah. in the real world, as opposed to like I was so glad that it didn't make her like look like that. Like, cause Cause, girl, she really could have. So, but they made it realistic. She had an asthma attack while she fell asleep, or while yeah. she was partially asleep, or micro dreaming, or whatever the hell she was doing. Um, basically, all the kids die. Alex is uh trying to whisk the boy. Dan, she's hanging out with Dan. Yeah, that's his name. Um, Alice is, you know, that's her love interest in the movie. And they're just trying to save the day. Because at this point, all their friends are dead. And they're just trying to get Freddie the fuck up out of here before he gets them out the way. Because Freddie is just wreaking havoc. Like, at this point, he's all the Elm Street kids are dead. And they're really trying to drag this storyline into how we can keep Fred Cougar alive on this Elm Street. And now they're bringing up the whole ordeal of, like, oh, well, now that you know he exists, he could just, like, infiltrate your dreams if that's what he so chooses. Or if you move into the house or whatever. Whatever, whatever. It's just, they're trying. Lots of different ways. They were trying. I'm uh, still watching it, though. Yeah, I'm definitely still watching it uh, for the death scenes. Uh, but, I mean, you know. They're trying it. Yeah. And honestly, I think this is the part of the series where it starts to kind of go downhill for me. Mm, I'm still watching it, yeah, but it's, it's just it's like, the worst thing you've seen, y'all but... are really trying to give it to us. Yeah, because I'm like, what what movie comes next? I feel like... Oh, the wait. Dream Child. And that's when oh, they revisit this um, whole thing that they touched on in movie three with Amanda Kruger. Uh-huh. Um, Fred's mom. Freddie's mom. Fred's mom. Um, and they touch on it. They don't really touch on it for real in movie four. Um, but they do briefly in movie three. The nun yeah. that's back off in the corner. 
I don't remember it showing up at Jafor. If, if you feel listening to this and I'm wrong, please let me know because I don't remember her showing up at Jafor. Like, I'm like, well, dang, because the fourth one is like, I always forget what happens outside of that road Girl, because it's like, it's like another one of those, it's this is something that happens in the universe. But, like, if it was a standalone movie as opposed to this is supposed to push the story law. Yeah. Because they don't, I don't think they talk about her at all. Like, Alice does not come cross paths with, um, what is that, with with Amanda Kruger. Amanda Kruger is mentioned in movie three when they're trying to figure out how to find Freddie's bones to, like, desecrate mm-hmm. the body and all kinds of other stuff and bless it up and put all that other shit. And then Freddie start going, the bones start going crazy like the scary movie too. <laughs> and they start beating everybody's ass at the junkyard. Um, and that's the last we see Amanda Kruger. I think they bring that back in for the fifth one. And I'm not going to jump ahead because we'll talk about that when that happens. But um, please, y'all, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, pull up on us. Um, and you can pull up on us. <laughs> Girl, that's scary on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. I'm crying. <laughs> but before we get to that yes. part, we have four movies. We have the first four. Yes. We went over Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, um, What's That Man, Freddy's Revenge. We have Dream Warriors, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. So, out of these first four films, Jazz, how would you rank the first four of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise? One, three, two, four. I already can't. Okay, okay. Guess what? We're the same thing, except one and three is the same for me. Two, four. Okay. Well, that just answered that. So if you're listening to this... Wait, wait, what? Wait, yep, because one and three is the same number for me. Oh. <laughs> Surprise! Did not mean to rhyme either. So like we were saying, if you're listening to our shenanigans and you're still here, um, we want to hear your rankings. How did you feel about movie two? Are you one of the people that really feel like, eh, you know, whatever? Do you think that this would be a movie that would have done better as like a it existed in this universe as opposed to something that pushed the story along? Um, do you think that four could be the same way or are you just like, man, just bleh, whatever. Um, let us know your thoughts. Yes. You can email us at grltspod@gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jazz said before, you can hit us on the Instagram and the Twitter machine yes. at Girl That's Scary. Yes, but soon you will no longer be able to hit us up on the SoundCloud machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we're get rid- getting rid of that. Um, so just letting you guys know, you know, hey... If you're on the SoundCloud, we love you. You got to make a move, man. Yeah, man. We're on Anchor, you know. We tried our best. We did it for a whole year, too. Spotify. Uh, but that's okay. You know. We're on Stitcher, I think. We're yeah. on, you know, a we lot of other. Absolutely. Well. We've got a lot of other options that you can access for the free. You don't have to pay for it. And it doesn't have commercials and all that crazy shit like SoundCloud keeps trying to do now. And I like SoundCloud, but also like, oh, girl. Yeah. yeah. No. So just pull up. Yeah. Pull up on us. Um, you know, also if you like that special content, pull up on our Patreon. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and even if you don't join any tier, uh, we have our video from Afropunk. Um, that was so panel. fun. Yeah, that was. Shout out to Zero Gravity. Yes, it was put on by BlurCon. She, uh, Zero Gravity hosted it. Um, and then, you know, us and our homegirl, uh, Kai, Kai Asia from Kai Fex, um, and mm-hmm. Love a Podcast. Ha 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 ha. Pull up right now. Yes. Uh, look, yeah, pull up on our homegirl. All right, but yeah, let us know your favorite Freddy mover. Let's talk about all. Let's talk about Dream Warriors. Oh, also, shout out to Behind the Screens podcast. If you want to hear our like episode, we literally just chop it the fuck up about yeah. Dream Warriors. 
That's Ooh, it. That's Pull up episode. on that podcast. It was a really good episode. Shout out to Ian. I'm really, we really had a good time with that conversation. Um, that is, as we all know, Dream Warriors is like my top five of all time. So Dream Warriors. All right, y'all. We see y'all in part two. Bye. Bye.